Hi, this is Word of Life in Bentonville, Arkansas, and you are listening to episode six of our podcast. I cannot wait for you to hear what Pastor Bill has to share with you in regards to Awaken. Check this out. This past week, my wife handed me a... Actually, my, it was, my sister had a dream in June of 2001, and she wrote about that dream. Before she passed away, or I guess at that time she wrote about it. And it was, uh, just to be reminded, it was, it was real personal for me. So I won't tell you about it, because it was just too personal. But it reminded me of my purpose and my call. Reminded me of why, you know, whenever you're attacked a lot, it's because God has a purpose for you, and Satan's trying to stop you. So you feel like you get a lot more attacks than anyone else. Maybe we all feel that way, but let me just say, if, if the devil had no concerns about you, he wouldn't be attacking you. Amen? But I read that, and I, it, was, it was real encouraging. And again, it, it reminded me of my purpose my call. And so this past week in a time of, um, I was reading and studying about intercession and God showed me, give me a picture. I think they're going to put on the overhead right now. And they are. I'm an old timer. I haven't seen, watched Bonanza or even thought about it for probably over 40 years. But as I was in, in prayer there at my desk at the house, I, I seen this image. I seen this image, and I remembered that show Bonanza. It was a weekly series, I think, for years. And I remembered that fire spreading. And the Lord spoke to me and said, from this area, I will do a great work, and it will spread. The fire of the Holy Spirit will spread. Now, let me just say this. I, to me, Bentonville is a special place. This area, not just Bentonville, but this area is a special place because this is where I live. This is where I've spent the last 60 years. We moved from the edge of Missouri just over in the edge of Missouri here when I was in the fourth grade in school. And this has pretty much been my home, Rogers, for a little bit. The Lord delivered me from that. And I came back to Bentonville, just teasing. Just teasing. And so this place is special to me. And hopefully you don't get the wrong idea that we think we're it, and this is just it, and this is the new Jerusalem and all of that. My prayer is that every pastor would get this vision for their city, for their area. Amen? So when I talk about this area, don't, I don't want anyone, especially if you're from somewhere else, to feel like, well, there's, you know, we all have to move to Benton County because this is where Jesus is going to come and set up his kingdom. No, it won't be here. But to me, it is. It's home. And so this is where my vision, where my heart is, 
And my main influence is, is in this area. The Lord said to me, this, from this area, I'll do a great work. He began to speak to me, promises, dreams, and visions will come to pass that my people have had. He said, you tell them dreams and visions that they've had, promises that they've been made in the past will start happening, start coming to pass in their lives. He said, you tell them ministries will begin to catch fire and spread. And the Lord gave me two words, and you can turn to Isaiah chapter 66. If you want to read with me, they'll probably put it on the overhead. The Lord gave me two words, <clears throat> rapid reproduction. Rapid reproduction. And so I turned to the book of Isaiah chapter 66. I think I told him to put up chapter 5 through 9. Just 7 through 9 is good. There's a heading at the beginning of verse 5, chapter 66, verse 5. In my Bible, it says the Lord vindicates Zion. Zion is the church. Zion is the body of Christ. And so in verse 7, it begins by saying, Before she was in labor, she gave birth. Before her pain came, she delivered a male child. Who has heard such a thing? Who has seen such things? Shall the earth be made to give birth in one day? Many say that's a prophecy about Israel. And I believe that's true. But I also think it has further meaning. Shall the earth be made to give birth in one day? Or shall a nation be born at once? For as soon as Zion was in labor, King James says travail, having a baby, she gave birth to her children. Then listen to verse 9. Shall I bring to the time of birth and not cause delivery, says the Lord? Shall I who cause delivery shut up the womb, says your God? Well, the answer to that, of course, is understood. No, no. I brought it to this time. I'm the one that does this, and so I will bring it to pass. And then the Lord said to me, rapid reproduction. It will happen quickly. I get this image in my mind even of the day of Pentecost. People were being added to the church daily. And I believe that in this nation, I believe in our home here and all across this nation, there will be rapid reproduction the glory of God, the fire of the Holy Spirit will spread across this nation. I declare and I decree and I predict and prophesy to you today that will happen in this nation. That will happen in this nation. Then look with me in, in the book of Romans. I didn't give this one to them, so it probably won't be. They can find it maybe and put it up. But Romans chapter 8, verse 18 for I consider that the sufferings of this present time are not worthy to be compared with the glory which shall be revealed in us. Anybody tired of what's going on? Anybody feel any suffering? For the earnest expectation of the creation eagerly waits for the revealing of the sons of God. 
For the creation was subjected to futility, not willingly, but because of him who subjected it in hope. Because the creation itself also will be delivered from the bondage of corruption into the glorious liberty of the children of God. For we know that the whole creation groans and labors with birth pangs together till now. Not only that, but we also who have the first fruits of the Spirit, even we ourselves groan without ourselves, within ourselves, eagerly waiting for the adoption, the redemption of our body. What's going on in this world? The Lord spoke this to me. The whole earth is heaving. He gave me that word heaving. The whole earth is heaving. Under powerful compulsion, the dictionary says. It's a war between good and evil. A war between good and evil is happening on this earth right now. But I can tell you this. There's an army rising up. There is an army rising up. I'm not talking about riders in the streets. I'm talking about soldiers in the church houses. Rising up. If my people which are called by my name will humble themselves and pray. I believe we are. I believe we are. And I believe there's a war going on in the spirit realm. We're seeing it manifested in our streets, but we're also seeing it manifested in our churches. We're seeing it manifested in places in other countries. We're seeing it manifested on the streets of this United States. People in, in open display, gathering in public places, not just to riot, but to pray, to kneel down and pray. Recently, we had a minor riot on the square of Bentonville. The next day, early the next morning, with no one saying a word to them about it, a church went to the square of Bentonville and cleaned it all up. That week, there was a prayer meeting on the square at noon every day by different churches at different times, but there's one at noon every day, and, it, and it, it, it's still happening at times. I drive up there. I'm president of the Ministerial Alliance. I don't even know about most of them. They don't even invite me. But I see them up there praying on their knees, walking around with their hands up. There's one couple in particular, I won't call any names, but then we go to this church. Matter of fact, they go to the Church of Christ. And I go there to pray one day, and they come to gather with us. And when we get ready to pray, when I'm saying, well, we're going to pray, and then we're going to disperse and walk the streets and pray. This woman falls on her knees right there on the bench in the park, and she begins to cry out to God, and she doesn't care who hears her either. And just let me throw this out. Hope no one's offended by this. She's Church of Christ, but she's praying in tongues. I thought, well, all right, all right. You see what happened? What happened? The church woke up. I call this today awakened. It's time to awaken, and I believe we are. I believe we are. And I believe there are great things in the future. There may be some bad things come too, but I believe there's some great things coming in the midst of all of it. Why? Because of the heaving, because of the war that's going on. I want to bring this down to a personal level just for a minute. What's my part in this? 
What's my part? What's our commission? Our commission. Number one is prayer. We had 40 days of prayer. Remember what I said to you at the end of those 40 days. Please don't let the 40 days stop you. 40 days are up, but please have a daily time of prayer. Push, pray until something happens. Prayer, we are called to pray. We are commissioned to pray. When we pray, heaven joins us in the battle. Amen. When we pray, heaven will join us. 1 Thessalonians 5, 17, pray without ceasing. Matthew 26, 41, watch and pray. Watch and pray. Yeah, in prayer, you're being watchful because you're opening yourself up to look into what God has to speak to you about to pray. Do you know that as you pray, if you'll just stop and listen, again, you open yourself up and God will speak to you to pray certain things, give you pictures. That's why he does me, gives me pictures. He may give you words, sometimes gives me words, but he'll, he'll, he'll put something on your heart. Pray for this particular thing. Pray for this past week, every morning this past week, every morning. I mean, I pray for the president most every day, but every morning, instantly when I went to prayer, it was like, pray for the president right now. First things first. I don't know what's going on. Just pray for the president. So I, I'm obedient. See, that's being watchful in prayer. Listen to the voice of God and pray what he lays on your heart. Watch and pray. First Peter 5, 8, be vigilant. Ephesians 5, 15, walk circumspectly. 16, redeeming the time. The Amplified Bible says, make the most of your time. In Matthew 9, 38, pray that the Lord of the harvest to send out laborers. Pray that the Lord of the harvest would send out laborers. Lord, I thank you. Come on, join me right now. Lord, we pray in this place right now that you would send out laborers. Send out laborers, those who will pray, those who will be a light in a dark world. Those who will stand in faith for this nation, for this world. Father, we thank you for that. We thank you for that, Lord. And then when you're praying, you need to remember this. You need to pray, Lord, I want to become a Gideon. How many would like to be a Gideon? Say, <laughs> so what's that mean, Pastor Bill? Gideon, Gideon said, finally, he said, I, I, I can't do this. And the Lord said, yeah, you can, basically. That's the Bill Rogers version. Yeah, you can. He says, finally, he says, okay, Lord, here am I. Send me. Won't you lift your hands right now this morning and say, Lord, okay, Lord, here I am. Send me. Send me. Send me into the field. Send me to be a harvester, Lord. We thank you for that. Thank you for that, Father. So what are we commissioned to do? We're commissioned to pray. We're commissioned to witness. Go into all the world and preach the gospel. Acts 1.8, and you shall be my witnesses my witnesses, one to tell about what you've seen, one to tell about what's happened. You know, there's witnessing programs, evangelism explosion, others that will teach you what to say, how to talk, what to do, which is very helpful. But the main thing that you need to do, see, it's not difficult to remember how Jesus saved you. When you tell your story, 
You make it personal and you tell your story to somebody that's in the same situation that you were in, they'll get it. Because you will not tell anybody else's story as passionate as you'll tell your own. Amen. We should be witnesses. The pandemic, the chaos has alarmed the unsaved and the uncertain. They're nervous. They want answers. They want assurance. And I can tell you that right now they're much easier to talk to because they're so unsure about their future. They want to know what is going on, what is going to happen. And you know, in reality, we can't tell them exactly what's going to happen. We don't know, but we do know this for certain. We're going to be all right. Turn to your neighbor and tell them we're going to be all right. Everything's going to be all right. Amen. Everything's going to be all right. Pastor Bill, what are you going to do if the governor shuts the churches down in Arkansas? I'm not sure. Wait till we get there. I don't think that'll happen, but wait till we get there and we'll see. We're going to stand in faith. I can tell you that. We're not going to get into fear. I mean, say amen. Amen. I'm not a rebeller. I'm not in rebellion, but I'm not going to rebel against God's word either. Amen. We have the answer. Turn to your neighbor and tell them we have the answer. We have their answer to their most urgent questions. We are called, we're anointed, and we're commissioned to witness. It's not a suggestion. There's no suggesting in go. That's a command. What should I do with my life? Well, just go. Go. Let him lead you, but go. I think, please hang on now. Don't be offended at me. I think we have too many people that are real faithful to church, and I think you should be. I'm a, I'm a much bigger on faithfulness than most anybody else I know. But I can tell you, it's not all about what's happening in here. Amen. There's a world out there that's lost and dying. There are people in your house, on your job, across the street from you, they need Jesus. And they're hurting right now. They're hurting. They're hurting because they're, again, uncertain. They're nervous about the future. So we need to be witnesses. We need to be plain and simple with them. So let me ask you this today. Where will your family, where will your friends spend eternity? You need to ask them. We learned this from Evangelism Explosion. If you were to die today, where would you spend eternity or something like that? Do you know for sure that you have eternal life if you were to die today? That's a simple question. It's easy to remember. It comes right to the point. Amen. Because let me tell you one thing about everybody that you know. Your children, your parents, your brothers and sisters, the people you work with, everybody's going to spend eternity in heaven or hell. And you can make a difference in their life greatest thing that will ever happen in their life combined everything else combined put together cannot even touch the greatness of making Jesus the Lord and Savior of your life nothing else how many can say amen? amen and so there's only one way when they begin to ask 
questions, there's only one way. Remember this, Romans 10, 9, and 10. If you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For with the heart one believes unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. It's real simple. It's real simple. Let me just say this to you that are watching online. If you don't know Jesus today, you need, you, you need to hear that verse. Confess with your mouth. If you're in this room today and you're unsaved, you need to hear that. Confess with your mouth. Believe in your heart that God raised Jesus from the dead. Confess with your mouth. He is Lord. He is my Savior. I declare, I believe. I believe that, I believe that I was born in sin. I believe that I was lost. I was born a sinner. I believe that. I know that. Because why? Because of what Adam done. Not even my fault, really, but I took it on because I became flesh and blood. But when Jesus came and died for me, gave his life for me, took my death and gave me life, if I'll trust in that and believe in that, I can be saved. That's what that scripture's talking about. And heaven is a certain, certainly your eternal destination if you believe in your heart and confess with your mouth. In this room, watching online, if you do that, and if you're watching online, I would, I would uh, suggest that you contact us and let us know. I, can, I think you can do that right while I'm talking here this morning. If you'll, just, if you'll just go online and let us know, we'll give you information. We'll help you in any way we can. Would you bow your head in this room right now? If you're in this room right now and you are not born again, you're not certain. You're not real sure. Well, I went to church all my life. Well, I go to church a lot. Well, I'm a good person. Being good doesn't get it. Good people go to hell. Only people who have given their life to Jesus go to heaven. Amen. You're in this room right now and that's you. You want to receive Jesus as your Savior. If you'll lift your hand, we'll pray with you. He will save you right where you sit. Right where you are, he will save you today. You can be assured your name is written in the Lamb's book of life. Is that you? Is that you? Did you lift your hand? Is that you watching online? You can lift your hand right there. Lift your hand to Jesus. Say, I want to receive you as my Savior. I want to be certain about my eternity. Thank you for doing that. And I just want to ask you, I want to suggest something to you. Speaking of being a witness, we had another point, but I'm not even going to go into it this morning. Speaking of being a witness, let me make a suggestion to you. You know, there's a lot of, a lot of chat online, a lot of Facebook and tweeting and things like that. Let me just suggest that you send this to your friends, like on Facebook. Post something like this. If you're not absolutely certain that your eternal destination is heaven, call, text, or email me. Friends do not let friends go to hell.
<laughs> well, wasn't that a great episode? I sure hope you enjoyed it. I hope it enriched your life. I hope it is helping you live a life better after the love of Jesus Christ. If you enjoyed it, I want you to make sure you click on that subscribe button. Also, you can go to our website, WLFAR.com, and click on the Give button and help support what God is doing in our region. God bless you.